Hey, welcome to our very first edition of Talk is Cheap, where we talk about all things cheap. So this podcast was formed because I am a proud member of the Jeep Invaders Club here in the great city of Cleveland, Ohio. Now, our Jeep Club is more than just a club that just rides around in our Jeep. We do style and profile, but we also do things in our community. In the past, we've had food drives, we've given away books, we've given away PPE supplies in the neighborhoods, um, we volunteered at our local food bank, uh, and we've, we've done a lot in the community, and that brings a lot of joy to us. And that's one of the reasons why I'm just really, really so excited to be a part of this group because of the um, community involvement that we have. Um, we just recently had a skating party about, about two weeks ago. And one of our upcoming events that we're going to be having actually December 18th is uh, we're going in the community and we will be passing out gloves, hats, and scarves to the children. Um, so that's another thing that, that we look forward to doing. So without further ado, that's enough about our Jeep Invaders Club. I have some special guests on with me today. I'm so excited to have them. Like I said, it's always good to talk to fellow Jeepers um, about the experience because it really is an experience to, to have a Jeep. So um, before they they get into the intro, introduction, they're going to introduce themselves and what they do. Um, I just want, I have I have a question for you all. So we have Miss um, Black Diamond and we have Miss Tiffany on with us today. Hello. So, hey, I'm going to give you all a chance to talk about your, your club and whatnot. But I just have some questions to ask you just to get to know a little bit more about you and your Jeeps. So question number one is, what inspired you to get a Jeep? Ooh, chocolate, you want to go first and shoot a press? Um, <laughs> well, um, funny that you asked me that. This is actually my second Jeep. Um, what inspired me to get a Jeep? Well, I have a lot of friends who have Jeeps, you know, and they do like mudding, they, they put on big tires, they take parts off. They, it was just exciting to me. It was like a transformer like a, a big transformer car to me. And it just, that was that was it for me. It was I was able to take pieces off, put pieces on, you know, switch it up, ride in the mud, ride in the water, do whatever I want to do. That That's what it was for me. And then, okay, I guess just being up, up high, that's it. And big tires, I mean, big tires. <laughs> oh, and Jeep hair. Jeep hair, it's, it's a Jeep hair. <laughs> <laughs> I concur with all of those. All right, Miss Black Diamond. All right, I just remember me being in Miami when I was younger. You know, you go to Florida for Disney World and you enjoy yourself. And I just remember seeing people in a Jeep with the doors off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was just like, when I get older, I want one of those. And my parents listened like this much. <laughs> and said, well, you ain't graduated from college, you should treat yourself. So I treated myself to something that I really wanted. Oh, nice. And we got bipolar weather, mm -hmm. but it worked. Because we're on road and rain, sleet, or snow. <laughs> mm -hmm. What I got yeah. off, 
And our doors are open. Just cut your heat off. Just cut your heat off. Just cut your heat off. Right. I learned. I learned that trick early, early on. Early on. Mm-hmm. So what inspired me? Um, and I would see jeeps around the city, and they're nice, nice, nice. But this one particular evening, I was coming home, and I was at um, the, uh, the red light, and this jeep pulls up. I mean, doors off. It was just looking just awesome. And it was a, a lady in there. And she, I'm saying she was a diva. She was rocking it, <laughs> rocking it. And I said to her, I wrote my window down. I said to her, when I grow up, I want to be just like you. And you know what she said? She said, you will, sis. You're going to have a Jeep one day. And I didn't think nothing of it, honestly. You know, I'm just like admire her Jeep or whatever. But the more I, I, I saw the Jeeps and... Like you said, taking the parts off and oh my goodness, I was like, yeah, that's me. I, I want to have one. So that that inspired me. Just just seeing that that lady. Um, well, actually, I had a coworker who, who had a Jeep. She did. I kept seeing I was gonna get one with it, but it wasn't until I saw them doors off and, and that lady rocking. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I want one. Okay, the second question is, if you didn't have a Jeep, what vehicle would you have? I'm going to go first with this one because I know what she goes to. <laughs> all right. I'm going to be honest to all my Jeep regular lovers. If I did not have a Jeep at this time with the new Jeep Wagoneer just hitting the streets, I would have that. I am a big body truck type of woman. Okay. Okay. But if I had to go for something smaller, it would be the GMC Terrain or the Blazer. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Go, go ahead. <laughs> okay, um, for me, um, I love speed and I love my broke best friend Luke, but I miss speed. Um, mine would be a Durango or Hellcat. Oh. I'm actually um, going to get me that for Christmas because I deserve speed. Um, <laughs> and I'm from the generation of old school, so I've always had an old school. I love toys. I love putting things together. So I couldn't have one. I would have to have two because that's I'm just that different. But I need speed. I need a Hemi. I, I miss my Hemi. I miss. Wow. You know. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love the. I love him, but I miss my speed. Like I really, you know, I would take getting somewhere an hour and ten minutes versus. <laughs> I missed my 26 minutes of getting somewhere, you know, like, you know, because it's like, you know. I, oh, I hear you on that. I hear you on that. <laughs> well, for me, and honestly, before I got my Jeep, I was at the dealer, test drove, was ready to buy a Tesla. That was going to be my car. I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a techie. I love the gadgets and gadgets and all that kind of stuff. And I, I was getting that car. That was going to be my car before I had the Jeep. But I'm telling you right now, I'm so glad. <laughs> no regrets, none whatsoever at all. Okay, so we got that out of the way. Just wanted to get that out of the way. So tell me about the hard body. Tell me about your club. Tell me about what you all do, what inspired you, your members. Just the whole, it's, it's on you now. All right, Hard Body means everything to me and Tiffany. It is our second child, because we both have one 
one real child of peace. <laughs> of course, we have Paul Baby. But uh, it is our second child of peace. And it's something that we share together. Um, Hard Body started just off of a blank thought. Uh, we were both previous members of another wonderful All Women uh, Club. And unfortunately, things did not work out in our favor, because that's what I'm going to call it. Um, we stayed very positive. We stayed to see, hey, if there'd be something different. We actually both met during being another part of another group. And inside that club, at the time, well, I still am a social worker. At the, I'm, a, I'm a social worker, and Tiffany has always dedicated her time towards the community. And she said, let's be a community club. Let's focus strictly on the community. It's so much more that we can give back to Michigan, Detroit, per se, Inkster, our surrounding city. She said, let's get out here and do it. In that meantime of us doing it, we did a trial run of, hey, let's go ahead and find some young ladies. What I'm not going to say fine, because actually it's on They us. found us. They found <laughs> us. We, we don't recruit. <laughs> We actually both said, let's see what happened. And in the meantime, we have lost uh, members and we have gained wonderful members. And we miss the members that we have lost, but we, we're still out here and no love has been lost. But with that, we have Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter. Uh, I don't think it's a holiday that has went bad by that we have not dedicated our time to. Awesome. Uh, full drive boxes, uh, other businesses that had seen us out here and was a reaching arm to us to say, hey, I see you ladies out here. I would like for you guys to contribute in this type of way. I don't care if it's just showing up in our Jeep or being a leading hand. But of course, we step outside of the Jeep. We may look good in them, but we look better at being a helping hand. <laughs> yeah, nice. Awesome. I like that. I like that. And I'm going to press that a little bit because I'm going to want to talk. <laughs> um, wait, where, where were we? Because you, you covered like a lot. <laughs> just um, uh, let's talk about um, our members. Well, just basically a recap of what um, Diamond said. We just basically, I was already into involved with the community and the Jeep is more so like a platform, you know, because with the Jeeps, people are going to stop because they're interested in seeing what's, what are these Jeeps doing? So with the with that being said, you know, like I said, we the Jeeps are first and then behind the Jeeps is us that come out and we we're we're actually a helping hand to so many different um, different community things that we do um, from like what she said, from giving back to the community, from showing up, from helping out little kids, from transporting kids, from just doing pop-ups, you know. But overall, it's just been like, um, it's been fun because we have our real jobs and then we have this, this, this that we do. Um, another second job. And then like to touch on our members, like, I want to say a sister brotherhood because we have sisters and and men, so it's just fun, you know. We just sometimes we sit back, we laugh with each other, we cry with each other, we learn things from each other. It's not one person that's within our club that doesn't bring anything to the table. Everyone brings something different to the table, and that's what makes us. That's what makes us a whole because 
you have so many different personalities that's bringing something to the group. But her body for us, you know, we want to be shojis, you know, <laughs> with the big tires, you know. So it just, I mean, I can go on all day about it, but it's mainly, it's just, it's a family. It's a family, a colorful family uh, with happy, happy jeeps, different sets of prom dresses, suits, you name it, that's us. <laughs> No one looks the same. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm listening to you all and it kind of mi- mi- mirrors the Jeep Invaders because we we had that, that same kind of um, camaraderie, unity, um, commitment to the community. And it, to me, like when I first joined, I'm, I'm, I think, um, let me see it. It'll be a year in March, I think, when I joined. And it was so funny because I was on Facebook. I just got my Jeep in, uh, in October. And um, a few months later, I was on Facebook and I, something just popped up. Uh, I don't, I might have even seen it in the newspaper or something like that. But I just saw something about, you know, the Jeep Club that's giving away, you know, PPE equipment uh, supplies in the neighborhood. I said, hey, you know, well, let me just roll on over there. I, I have stuff, you know, I have my own nonprofit as well. So I always have stuff. So I took some things to them. I saw them and um, met the president at the time, Eric, and he was telling me about the the group. And I said, I want to join. He said, oh, okay, you know, what? We'll, we'll see some more information. I said, no, I, I want to join right now, right today on this spot. <laughs> <laughs> and I did just that because, I mean, to see them out there on the street waving at people, hey, you know what, we have this, we have, I mean, the, uh, it was a, actually, it was a perfect marriage for me. <laughs> it was a perfect union um, for me. And we continue to do those those type of things in the community. And like you said, and, and you're right, it is a platform because the Jeeps, I would draw the attention. You know, you're going to get people's attention just by the different jeeps the uniqueness of them um and, and everything like that so i really really do you know kind of like uh and want to quote what you all are saying in regards to the club how it brings us together um different personalities you know um there's some members you know they're behind the scenes um not everybody's just always out front out front but they're supportive you know and we have those those diehards, I don't, I don't know how they do it. They are at every ride, every event. I mean, they they do it. Oh yeah, y'all. <laughs> they do it, and and I think it's it's just awesome. So, I know you have a lot of events, a lot of you know um, things that you did. But is there one something that just sticks out to you that really had an impact, or or just really? you know, made you all just say, hey, this is what this is all about. I got it. I got it. <laughs> you gonna let me take this one, Diamond? You got it. Last year, Christmas. We did a Christmas event um, with our sponsors with Bruzilla. And one thing out of everything that we have done, what stood out to me, I had this bike little bike we were down we probably gave away almost like 3,000 toys um and it was this bike that was behind the Christmas tree and like I said 
we probably had like a few toys left because it was getting close to the end of the night, the end of the day of the event. And you know, the little boy walked in. And you know, the only toys I had left was for a little girl. And I was walking behind because he had this huge tree. I went behind the tree and it was his bike. And for me, it was his same height. It was the perfect bike for him. Like, and I was just like, oh my God, I only have girl toys. And then he was like, oh, and I walked behind a tree and I said, hey, I think this is for you. <laughs> and he was the biggest smile that came on his face. And he was just like, oh my God, he cried. I just, you know, uh-huh. I'm gonna cry right now. But it was just like, oh my God, because I didn't have no more toys for a little boy. Mm. And this bike, this was like, I was like, ah! Wow. But all the different events that we've had, that that touched me right there because it's, yeah. when, when the children run and give you a hug and, you know, cause some kids are standoffish. You know, you will get them something and they'll be like, okay, take it and then walk away. These kids that are at Christmas, actually everything that we've done, they they want to embrace us, and that's that's like you said. <coughs> with me and Diamond just having one child, <coughs> it, it was like we've got all these other children now because these other children are embracing us. Where you know the smallest things, stuff that other people would just look over. You have little children that's like excited, like you know. But yeah, Dom, you go ahead, because, you know, I'm going to get all emotional, you know. Okay, I'm getting emotional <laughs> already. I have to her. That Christmas event was everything to us. Um, it was one more for me, and it was on the tip of my tongue, the food boxes. Mm-hmm. We did food boxes, and for whatever reason, this gentleman pulled up to us and said, if you guys got extra boxes, I know of a family that does, does not have a vehicle who cannot get to y'all. We followed them, maybe, I'm going to say 12 GB. We, our truck was not, each car was not loaded, of course, me and Tiffany's girls. And it was three beautiful little girls. Three beautiful little girls. They came outside, not even knowing that we were coming up. Outside with these wigs, and, yeah, and when I say that made my day, and they wanted to hug and kiss on us, we just let them do it. Yes, it was in a pandemic, but it was the most beautiful. When I say the kids embraced us like no other, they did. Oh, awesome, awesome. That made our day. Awesome. See, that is it. Listen, never knew that when you were buying a Jeep that it had more, listen, endless stories to tell about it. It goes on and on and on. Hey, just want to let our listeners know you're listening to Talk is Jeep, where we talk about all things Jeep. For those of you who want to go to our website, you can go to jeepinvaders.com. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and you'll see some of the things that we've been doing in the community. One of the stories that, um, well, one of the most memorable uh, stories that happened uh, with me is we were just coming from, we, we went to Edgewater. Edgewater is a, a beach, a lake that we have here in Cleveland. And we had met out there and then we left there and we were riding, riding through the city. 
and it must have been i don't know man 20 maybe maybe more 20 more jeeps and we're just riding you know through the streets through the city and one of our jeeps uh one of our members his jeep i think he caught a flat tire so he turned out this 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 street and, and and mind you we were in a different type of neighborhood you know what I'm saying, you know, and here all these Jeeps are, you know, <laughs> and he got out to, to, to fix his, his Jeep. Now, he didn't have, for some reason, he didn't have his jack on his Jeep. So, you know, we're looking around, scoping at the neighborhood and, you know, people are coming out and I see this man on the corner and I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, he don't look too kosher. I don't know what's going on with him, you know. So uh, about five minutes later, he leaves. And then he comes back walking through the crowd, through the Jeep with this, I think it's a hydraulic jack. I don't know what it's called. One of those like that. He rolls up and he, you know, he and the other Jeep member, they began to fix a tire. I mean, the place went crazy. His name was Howard. We started clapping and, you know, uh, uh, celebrating him and, you know, things like that. And and then the other neighbors were coming out. And, and I told you we were in a different type of neighborhood, but it didn't matter to them. You know what I'm saying? And, and because they saw these Jeeps there, they didn't get all weird and, and crazy. They came out. They were, you know, looking at our Jeeps and, you know, embracing us and things like that. And, 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 and at that moment, I just saw how Jeeps really do unite people, you know, in, in that situation, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, he could have just let us struggle or, or, or there, you know, trying to fix a tire, but it wasn't a second thought in his mind. You know, the man was Caucasian and here all these black folks in the neighborhood with these Jeeps and, and loud music and he didn't think twice, you know, uh, about it. He, he went and got his his, his jack and, and helped, helped us out and things like that. And I actually put it on our Facebook and gave him a gave him a shout out um, because I just thought that was just so heartfelt, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. really, really heartfelt. And the people in the neighborhood, the comments that they said, "Oh, we enjoyed you all being there. We love seeing the Jeep come back," you know that type of thing. So that was that was a memorable memorable moment um, for me with with one of the uh, rides that, that we had. So one more question, one more question. What does, let me make sure I, I, I get this right. I don't, I don't want to mess, mess this up now. 1941, what does that mean? <laughs> Are you acting as a group or as an individual? Either one. I want to know if you're real Jeepers or not. What does it mean? Right. It? You know, Tiffany's real name for Luke is Luke 1941, right? I know now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And if it ain't tatted on your deep, it ain't real. Oh, okay. Oh well, I, I gotta get one in. <laughs> well, on your uh thing in front of your passenger seat. My dashboard? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. All yeah, right. nineteen forty one is when the Jeeps, the Jeep Wranglers were established. Mm-hmm. And that is something that everybody, every Jeep person, if you have a Jeep you should know that. Yes. You should know. You should know what you drive. You should yeah. know why that year is so significant. Yeah. You should just know because you can't. You can't have a Jeep and not know. Not 
not be aware of what certain things are. Mm -hmm. You have to know about the waves, you know, you can't ride past another Jeep and not, you got a wave, but <laughs> I mean, it's, it's so many different things. It's, it's levels to this Jeep stuff, you know, it's, it's serious. Yeah, and yeah. We're, we're we out here looking at you. I mean, we're giving y'all half the passes out here, but you know, <laughs> you have to know. It's it's probably like five things you must know. Yes, about your Jeep. You yes. must know what year your Jeeps came. Your Jeeps was established. Yes, and that's 1941. Yes, you must know about the Jeep wave when you go past another Jeep Wrangler, not a Jeep, a Jeep Wrangler. I hear you. you do the <laughs> I hear you. Number, number three, when you get big tires, you have to know that your speedometer is going to tell you one thing and you're going another speed. You must know these things when you get these Jeeps. <laughs> <laughs> and you must know when you get big tires, the gas is going to go out much faster in your Jeep. <laughs> what so, else you got, Bobby? Listen, <laughs> you, you you actually have a special segment. So don't don't give it all away, but but oh, okay. you have a special <laughs> segment where you're going to bring us up to speed on all things Jeep. Because yeah. you're right, we do need to know that. Somebody like me who just got a Jeep because they look good or whatever. Yeah, certain things I need to know. You know what I'm saying? So, I, listeners, stay tuned for our next episode because she's going to tell you all you need to know about getting your Jeep ready for this. It hasn't happened yet uh, here in Cleveland. I don't know about Detroit. You guys get any snow yet? Uh, it didn't It didn't stick. It was there okay. was a, a nice little evening and disappeared. So, they're, they're waiting for Miss Tiff. The snow is holding off until Miss Tiff gives us those winter tips before it comes to help us. So yes. next episode, she's going to do that for us. Miss Miss Black Diamond, what about you? I got to mention the Easter egg that I have not found in my truck yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I look every day. I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to fill up like a, a board in the back, like check up under the rug, but I'm looking for my Easter egg. Okay. She mentioned everything. I'm looking, I'm looking for my flip flops because I have the anniversary yeah. edition. Um, I got my flip flops. I've got the flip flops. And I, I, I can't find my flip flops. I, I really, flip-flops. someone sent me something. I need to know where my flip flops are located because I cannot find them. And I've had my G for four years, so I'm almost under the impression I don't have anything. <laughs> I don't have before, anything. Before we end, I just have a question to ask. Can you all tell me, is the death wobble real? <laughs> Have you all experienced it? Okay. Tiffany, I'm gonna let you, go ahead, come on. Go ahead, give us a little bit more detail on it. Okay. Now we're gonna touch on that the next time. Okay, um, it's fair enough. It's, it's deep, enough. it's deep. Okay. It's deep. Okay. It's deep. Okay. Don't get scared. Don't get scared when you you when you get affected by it. Just know it's it's real. Okay. All righty. Okay. Well, ladies, thank you so much. It's been yeah, thank you. so real. Enjoyed it. <laughs> really did. Um, look forward to having you again and again and again and again and again. So for my listeners out there, hey, you know what, uh, Harvey, go on and uh, shout out your your Instagram, Facebook, any anywhere where you know listeners can can get in touch with you, contact with you, check out your pages, see your Jeep if you have anything on your pages or anything, social media. 
Uh, yes, we would like to shout out Hard Body Wranglers, of course. You can follow us on IG, mm-hmm. Hard Body Wranglers. You can follow us on Facebook, also Hard Body Wranglers. Don't forget to see. Um, you can follow us on, um, what else we got out here? Um, uh, at, you can follow us at Boozilla. Our name pop up every time you search Boozilla. Uh, Boozilla is a hookah bar here in Detroit. Um, that's where we spend most of our time. They're also our number one supporters. Um, if you, if you, that's if you need need a place to go when you're in the city, you'll catch us at Boozilla. Okay, cool. And I'm gonna do that. Uh, you probably you guys probably don't know this, but I'm actually born and raised. It's her body and nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely do that. I'm born and raised from Detroit. Detroit. Yes. You see, that's our middle. That's our middle. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I love it. That is awesome. <laughs> awesome. So I'm going to drive up there and uh, catch you guys in real time. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much. We appreciate you being on. Thank you for being a part of Talk is Cheap. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. All right.